Welcome to Charlotte Mason Motherhood, the podcast that helps the everyday mother learn a practical application of the Charlotte Mason Method. Today we are discussing the 16th and 17th principles of Mason's 20 principles. Principle number 16 is, there are two guides to moral and intellectual self-management offered to children, which we may call the way of the will and the way of reason. We're going to focus on the first guide today, which is the way of the will, which I also like to call a parent's best kept secret. Principle number 17 is the way of the will. Children should be taught A, to distinguish between I want and I will. B, that the way to will effectively is to turn our thoughts from that which we desire but do not will. C, that the best way to turn our thoughts is to think or do something quite different, entertaining or interesting. D, that after a little rest in this way, the will returns to its work with new vigor. So if our goal as parents is to raise children of virtue and develop their character, we will want to also develop persons of goodwill. We want our children to be able to, as Mason says, choose this day the path of duty, however dull or tiresome, difficult or dangerous. The way of the will is a secret of power, the secret of self-government. So how do we develop the will? Is having a strong-willed child the same thing as having one who is governed by will? Let's dive into this application of the principle. So first off, the will's function is to choose. Every choice we make is helping us grow in character. Remember way back in episode number three, we discussed the work of education? We talked about how to highlight the good in a child and to attenuate the evil, which is basically developing good character. This training of character, which is also developing the will, is a delicate dance required by children. Charlotte Mason herself says that we need instruction concerning the will. The action of will is not automatic. So how do we as parents help our children develop will? Right thought flows upon the stimulus of an idea. And ideas are stored, as we have seen in books and pictures, in the lives of men and nations. These instruct the conscience and stimulate the will, and man or child chooses. This is from her book, A Philosophy of Education, of course. And if you remember a history lesson or a virtuous tale in literature where someone did the right thing or willed themselves to do something difficult or taxing out of duty, It will become an example to that child of how to learn to do what they ought. Just like habits are formed out of inspiring ideas, the training of the will is too. Charlotte Mason is careful to warn us that you cannot develop a child's will overnight. It's part of the several years long education process. She says the ordering of the will is not an affair of sudden resolve. It is the outcome of a slow and ordered education in which precept and example flow in from the lives and thoughts of other men. You may have heard the term strong-willed child, but it's actually an issue of a weak will. 
Mason recognizes the difference between a developed and undeveloped will, and she says there are two camps. The first is a child who is willful, and the second is a child that is governed by will or has a trained will. Someone who is willful may be making decisions based on impulse, based on passion or desire with self in mind. This is more of a strong-willed child that I mentioned earlier. It's actually a problem of weak will. But a child who maintains a trained will will search to serve a power outside of themselves. Mason refers to the both duty and service as sufficient motives for the training of the will that a child must go through. Again, these instances of duty and service are pulled from those inspiring ideas we come across in lesson time. Sometimes our child won't always choose to exercise their trained will. After all, they're children, they're human, and the will is strained or fatigued. But Mason recommends four things. She recommends recreation, a diversion or distraction, a change of physical occupation, or even just the, the idea of thinking of something else, like a new hat, a favorite book, or next family vacation. And the idea of a diversion will be very useful to a parent who is in the process of training their child's will. But you may have even experienced this yourself with your own will. Remember, the will is to choose, and sometimes the idea of choosing is just plain exhausting. Thinking of something else, changing your activity, giving yourself some rest to sit with the situation or the decision that must be made, it will give the will the rest it needs. And then you're able to come back to it and choose the path of duty, as Mason says, like I had mentioned earlier. The same idea works for children. So if you have two siblings arguing, you may suggest they do something else or that you all go for a walk instead, change the scenery of the situation, and then later on, when they come back to that activity or that discussion, they can come back with a fresh mind and maybe realize that arguing over this one toy or whatever it is they're arguing about really isn't worth ruining the entire play session. Maybe they'll be more reasonable and able to exercise their trained will of sharing or being kind. So today we've discussed the way of the will in depth. We've learned that we are not born with an automatic will, but need it to be trained as part of our education. We learned that right thinking or the idea of duty and service come from great literary works and historical figures from our child's lessons, and that distraction can be a useful tool when the will is fatigued. Join us in the next episode as we discuss another important idea from Charlotte Mason's 20 Principles. Thank you so much for listening. One of the hallmarks of a Charlotte Mason education is narration, the act of knowing and telling back. At the end of each episode, I ask that you either write down or tell a friend, your mom, your husband, whomever, about what you learned from today's podcast. You can also share on Instagram and tag me so I can read your narration. It is my hope and prayer that whatever you gathered from today's episode blesses you and your family. 
Until next time, thank you so much for listening.